0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Wild Podcast with Joe's Herman and...
1: Anna. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Ring the notification bell if you get notified. (laughs) If you want to get notified every single time we upload a new episode. Mm. Share it with your friends. Become part of our community. You know, as we grow to be the third biggest podcast in the world... Uh, And now that we're still small, it has a lot of benefits, you know? A lot of benefits to join now. So do that. And um, if you know any topics that you want us to discuss, share it with us in the comments. I need y'all to start commenting, yeah? It's been a few months. It's been a few episodes, yeah? We're on episode 37 or 38. (laughs)
0: it was giving a whole attitude before like, oh why well, <laughs> do you know what episode it was well, look at you now look at you now
1: uh, 38
0: god punished it right away
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up man mm. you you never know
0: yeah kelly you don't know either i didn't say 37 this 38 this episode 38
1: yeah you say that after you asked me what episode it was gonna be in i'm not ashamed right of not episode. knowing
0: anything it's fine
1: that's really nice yeah. i'm not ashamed i, I, I like either. you
0: who judge people for that i'm just saying
1: Bro, you're judging me now. I am tough. not judging you. I'm just oh, coming back with your hypocr- really?
0: hypocrisy. Like, you're being a <laughs> hypocrite. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You gave me attitudes all about, like, oh, you should know. And then just out here saying 37. Bro,
1: you've known me for a while now. We established you know me for longer than two years. Yes, you know, you hypocrite. My third name is Attitude. That's not. What's my third name?
0: Diaz. No, (laughs) it's actually not. (laughs) What? No, it is. That's my last name, bro. Yeah, but it's the third on the list.
1: No, no, it's fourth.
0: How's it fourth? What's in between there? So, you know what? I'm not gonna do this. Anyways, my point was you being hypocrite.
1: (laughs) Anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, it's been it's been a few episodes, you know. Let's get back on the rails. It's been a few episodes and, you know, we keep asking for y'all to comment. So st- start doing that. I feel like that's. Yeah. That's needed now. We're at the point, guys. We're we're allowed to grow together. So start commenting. Start sharing perspectives mm. and, you know, sharing your vision, sharing your opinions. It's allowed here. Mm. It's allowed. And if Hermon don't like it, I'm going to solve it because it's allowed. I'm okay.
0: Not, just don't be crying about it when I call you stupid Shut or the hell I'm up not you're not you. gonna
1: call nobody stupid Because everybody is yeah. allowed to share their vision And their perspective and their opinion And their feelings
0: You're allowed to share it Doesn't mean I'm gonna respond well to it
1: I'll have your back
0: Okay that's not much
1: And <laughs> And <laughs> Let us know in the comments What team you're on I expect you to be on my team Because you already saw his attitude yeah.
0: yeah But she's a kiss ass So I'm not a kiss ass I, I I'm just a I'm just More being loving person No I'm just an honest person And I'm not
1: no. ice cold
0: I, I just help people to get better That's what I do I
1: help people to get better too no, But no, no, I you in busy? A no, no, no,
0: no 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 You're busy getting approval I'm not doing that I'm just That's I'm, not I'm, true. I'm just being honest And people need I'm to know
1: honest too, but well, I'm, I'm honest too I'm honest in a loving way So you know Do you want love or do you want hellfire you know
0: i'm just saying bro
1: make your decision
0: sometimes god gives the toughest battle to the strongest warriors so sometimes they need hellfire are you
1: calling yourself god
0: no i'm calling myself the toughest see, battle
1: here is see the Out reason why you need she to does, be on my team she does
0: everything just to get some approval see so
1: comment a look will. what she does she
0: just makes sure to make the claim that i said that i was so-called god just so she can get the approval for you guys. That's that's that the point. I'm he make. made the claim himself. I did not. I said him. no, 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 no. I said I'm the toughest battle that I give people. Yeah.
1: Anyways, comment a whale for my team. You know. Yes. And a panda Keep kissing for. Huh? Huh? I'm not kissing nobody ass, baby boy. It's fine. Boy. <laughs> it's fine.
0: You just wasted the whole intro just to make your point that you're not kissing ass.
1: That's not true at all. all I said right. so many things in the intro, but anyways, uh, comment a panda for his team.
0: Sorry that it took so long. I just feel bad for that part. They they need to hear this. I forgive you. I don't talk to you. Talk to them. (laughs) At least they are not the kiss ass.
1: I'm (laughs) not the kiss ass either, bro. (laughs) Anyways, let's get on to the topic. What's today's topic?
0: Oh, uh, death. We're going to talk about death. Death. Death
1: is like money.
0: No, no, that's depth.
1: No, depth. Is deep okay emotion. are we gonna talk about the topic or are we gonna talk about my first nation <laughs> sorry bro it's just that i'm learning it too so now i'm paying extra attention to those things anyways uh yeah we're gonna talk about when people die or when we die and okay. how we cope with that all right Have you had any, like, experience with people around you dying? I also realized that we talked about this before, but today we're going to go, like, more in-depth into uh, this topic.
0: So, your question was uh, if I had any experience with somebody dying around me? Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, it was uh, my uncle.
1: How old were you? That's
0: was actually, like, two years ago. Like, two, maybe? Three? give or take
1: that's painful bro so you were like 21 yeah like 21 22
0: um, uh, I just went with it like I don't know
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> wait because <laughs> like you turned 24 right
0: I turned 25 bro
1: oh yeah okay so you were this, this is my friend my so-called friend <laughs> how knows. old am I huh how old am I you're 25 oh uh, sure
0: okay let's go birthday? <laughs> how old are you Twenty-five. <laughs> hey, let it know. Fake ass friends, brother. Swear to God, fake ass friends. And she didn't even know when my birthday was, brother. Was like, I didn't hey. know when your birthday was. Okay, okay, let's not do this because we're gonna tr- okay, we'll go away. We have this thing. discussion awesome. very often, we're, going, tr- but we're yeah. going off track. We're going off track. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I was about, yeah, um, When my uncle died, um, yeah, it was weird because, like, uh, I don't know. Did I tell this? I don't know if I told this story already, but I'm gonna say it again. So, it was, like, uh, when my uncle died, he was already diagnosed with cancer. So, he was always, like, like sick and stuff like that. And, yeah, when we got the news, uh, like, we already knew he was, like, going to die. And it was, like, a peak of his life where he was, like, finally getting, like, a little, like, family and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, when we got the news, we were, like, yeah. I didn't I didn't know what to say, like, in a moment. So, I didn't know what to do or, like yeah I didn't know what to say to him so I like hold off on calling him at that point so yeah I was I don't know I was really confused about it because I was, I didn't know but what are you gonna tell to a person that's about to die like yeah I, I just didn't know I didn't know what to say so I was just kind of contemplating it and stuff like yo what am I supposed to say when I call stuff like that uh, then I had this talk with uh yeah, I always call my cousin. Like She's like a sis to me, but she was like telling me stuff like, yo, it don't ma- really matter what you say, just talk to him, stuff like that, and we'll see what's going on. So I decided to do that. I was like, yo, uh, I'm going to call him tomorrow. Then at midnight, I got the call from like my sister, and she told me like he passed away before I even could talk to him. Mm. So yeah, when I heard that news, I was like, fuck. I didn't take my chance. Yeah. No. And yeah. Ever since like. And it's been crazy bro. Because like. When I heard the news. It was like not. That I got in tears or something. or was hurt. I was just there. Mm. I was just. I didn't know how to feel. I had to tell my little sister. And. Uh, yeah. From that point forward. Like. I was trying to figure out. Why I wasn't like. That upset. Like. Upset. Or something. But uh, yeah. It's kind of. But i went
1: did you figure out how it was that your emotions were not as like uh on the forefront no
0: nah, i honestly still to this say i can't figure it out i'm just been thinking about it like yeah maybe it's just also could be just me like this way maybe i cope with things but yeah i i don't know
1: do you have the feeling you pushed it away
0: i didn't feel like i pushed away i was actually just sat with her like actually thinking, yo he's actually dead what i'm gonna do now like not what i'm gonna do now because like it was also not, like how can i say this it's like i don't like i i was there i was sitting with it i was like thinking about it like yo how do i feel now like what's going on what's happening with me like now that he's gone realizing that like you will not see him again yeah it's like I don't know like just not really like anything come really out of it like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like oh I'm really sad or crying it was just like it hurt but
1: yeah
0: I, I don't know yeah, it was
1: and when you told your sister like how did she react
0: yeah, she was uh, she was really upset she started crying and stuff like that But
1: did you have a good uh, relationship with your uncle
0: I mean yeah I did like we stayed when we went to america we stayed with him for a while he also was the first person who taught me like how to drive
1: oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you have memories with him and stuff Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: Hmm. yeah it it makes me think like if you felt because you said like you were gonna call him the next day yeah and then you got the call like at midnight um in that moment did you feel that emotion of like what you just expressed that you you didn't take advantage of your chance that you had
0: not directly because i was really like processing the message that when you know it's actually dead now so i was busy processing that and then later on when yeah (coughs) days went by i realized like oh my god like i should have just I should have just called when I had the chance.
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Then, in hindsight, did you, like, know what you would have said?
0: No, still not. I would have just, I don't know. I guess we just would have talked. I don't know what to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like that would be a very, like, hard conversation to have, too. Because you both know why you're calling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah,
1: in my uh, like faith, or I don't know if it's per se my faith. I don't think so. But in my family culture, mm. we believe that death always announces itself. Did you have the anything that made you think that he was going that day?
0: nah not really I didn't add anything that was significant or some way type of way telling me he would die that day no mm,
1: okay. okay what about you oh, that's interesting yeah I also had like uh, I had an aunt die a few years ago I think four years ago but I never really saw her because she lives in Colombia And we've been living here for almost like 20 years so and we lived in ecuador before we came here Mm. so i didn't see her since i'm like three years old and i did see her only when i was 19 again or like when i'm back when i was 19 i saw her again um but i I didn't really have a connection with her or anything because we never spoke we never saw each other but i had like my little niece die when Uh, in 2020. Mm. Um, and she was, she was just a baby, you know, she was like nine weeks old. And with her, I did feel like I did have a moment where I was like, why do I think of a goodbye in this specific moment? You know, where I was, it was the last time that I held her, um, like In that way of like a hug and um, I don't know she was very happy in my arms and she was like hugging me back but she was only nine weeks old right so there's no way that she was actually hugging me but what she did was she uh, I had her like up against me I was sitting down mm. and she was facing like forward just like I was. So what she was doing was like rubbing her face or like her, the back of her head um, on me. And then while she was smiling a lot and she was very, very happy. And uh, in that moment, I did think like, this: why does this feel like a goodbye? But then I was like, I think I'm just being paranoid and I yeah. think I'm just wondering... Or I think I'm just realizing that I wouldn't be able to in that moment I thought I wouldn't be able to live forth if I if if I couldn't hold her anymore. That's how I interpreted that moment, no, no. you know. And then a few days later, uh she she had a how do you call that when You have a lot of, like, blood flooding to your head. Aneurysm? Exactly. So, um... Yeah, she had that and was, like, from, like, natural causes. So it wasn't any outside factors that caused it. It was because, you know, babies until three months old, they don't make their own vitamin K.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um... Yeah, I mean, I can go very scientifically explaining, like, what happened in her body that caused her to pass away. But basically, um, her liver wasn't uh, working correctly and the doctors never, like, saw that. Um, and even though my sister was giving her, like, vitamin K drops, um, the her liver would not distribute... The, the vitamin K to her body no. and as her body didn't make her own vitamin K um, that caused for that aneurysm to happen like her brain got an error behind her eye and then started sending blood because you know that's what the body does yeah. but then um, she also had hemophilia so that's the disease that you have when you like uh, scratch yourself or um you cut yourself and you just don't stop bleeding so okay. um normally a normal person your bla- your bleeds uh, yeah your blood starts clotting like becoming thicker there and okay. then it stops bleeding you know or your body knows how to stop it but hers didn't do that that's a that's an illness and most of the times boys have those illness not girls Mm-hmm. and there it's not seen in the exams that you do when babies are just born you have to do a specific exam yeah um, so they don't do that exam on babies so they didn't know that either and then she had that and then um, her brain was crushed to the core of the brain yeah. so she was like brain dead dead but we didn't know that and my sister rushed to the hospital Uh, when she saw that her her foot was blue because so it was this side of her head Mm. and this uh, controls this side of your body so that foot was blue and then my sister was like what that's weird you know like we didn't bang her into anything we didn't do nothing like um, so she went to the hospital got accused of a lot of weird crazy shit and then got sent back so they didn't follow protocol because normally protocol is you keep the baby inside and then you examine the baby if you think, you know, that something's going on at home. They didn't do that. So then they went back home and then in the middle of the night, like at 3 a.m., my sister went to do a nap because she was so exhausted. And the baby was, like, sleeping. of Not sleeping. She was very, like, calm, let's yeah. say. And then all of a sudden, like, her husband, he stayed up to check the, the baby, you know. Uh, her husband like woke her up and uh, because one of her eyes so the eye with the error, I think, uh, wasn't opening anymore. Mm. So then they rushed like to the hospital to get, again and then they got sent to a different hospital and then, you know, three days later, uh, she was dead. She, she wasn't there anymore. Mm. And that was the first time that death was so close to me because i was very close i'm always like for my sisters i've always felt the closest to (laughs) this sister and when she got pregnant of my niece i i got so close with her because you know babies they tend to bring families closer you know no most of the time so that's that's exactly what happened and then um i was there very often as often as I could and when she was born I was also there very often so I had a very good connection with the baby and stuff and uh, uh, it it felt more than just my little niece you know so yeah that that was very difficult and um, it was yeah to me what I do take from it is that was so crazy that death announced announced itself like through that thought and that specific moment we even make pictures in that so sometimes I look at those pictures and I'm like yeah yeah yeah, that was a very beautiful moment that was my time
0: and how did you cope with it
1: very bad (laughs) well in the beginning actually that's not really true in the beginning um I of course I cried like because she was in the hospital for, like, three days. You know, they were examining if she was actually, you know, able to recover and stuff like that, because they didn't know until what extent there was any damage or whatever. So they opened her skull to get the blood out, and then they found out she had this disease and then the the liver thing and all that. Um, and then um, on that third day, they said, like, they had examined her brain, and they told us, they told my sister and her husband that, you know her brain was you know dead and stuff and that uh, we had to take or they had to take her out the the coma it was like a medical coma yeah. so not a natural one but then she would stop like living so yeah uh and then i of course all those 3 days i was there for my sister and uh i i found it very hard that i this sounds maybe weird but that I wasn't the mother because in those situations mostly you ask your mother to be by your side and and most of the times you can't have like your whole family in that room because it's a small room too Mm -hmm. so but I wished I I could have held my sister like the whole entire time so that was very difficult and then of course I cried a lot um, in the hospital and then Also, you know, that last day it was very beautiful because my sister and her husband allowed us all to say goodbye as often as we felt like we needed. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then they they had their moment to say goodbye uh, without anybody. And, you know, that's when she uh, took her last like exhaled her last breath. and then it was just a lot of crying, 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 wanting to be there for my sister, you know. But I had also, like, some restrictions for my faith because mm. my faith is, is a bit specific on how you deal with death. But we can get into that later. Um, and then, actually, I had a boyfriend back then. And then he started acting, like, very weird. And the day she died, like, that evening, we got home, and then he started screaming, screaming at me that he was, like, not happy that he wasn't getting any attention and that he didn't uh, like he didn't like that or whatever and then I was like okay I don't know maybe this is like an emotional like outburst or something then a few days later he said that her death didn't affect him and then I was like nah now I know you real crazy <laughs> so you know I still was like you know I don't know. I tried after that. I tried like you know mending things for like a few weeks, but then I just dumped his ass. And then I like I was in a long for a long time. I wasn't I wasn't happy in that relationship for yeah. like two and a half years. So uh, I don't know. That was the drop for me. The last, the final drop. And then uh, I broke up with him. And then I was single. And then I, I don't know that that lift from not being in an unhappy relationship anymore after being so miserable for two and a half years, because the relationship was four four years, was kind of like what balanced things a bit better in that moment. Plus the way I deal with it, considering my faith and stuff. So for a while, I was still very sad and I cried about it like, Every day, but I also felt like a sense of happiness because you know what I just said and um, then fast forward like a year later, I started noticing like, okay, I'm seeing that I'm not seeing my sister as much anymore because she got also pregnant again and since the like the moment she told me she was pregnant again, I was just gone. I was like, <laughs> we're not gonna do this twice <laughs> like and nothing towards my sister but just like me to myself like we're Mm. not gonna um attach again so then I just I never like was able to see my sister and then not have a full mental breakdown as soon as I saw her you know so or thought about her or whatever so for a while I, I really didn't like see her I think during her pregnancy I only saw her twice yeah um and so i started noticing like i need help so i went to the to the doctor and i was like yo i need your help because this this is not going well she sent me to a psychologist and then fast forward another year later (coughs) sorry another year later a classmate of mine he passed away uh from uh alcohol and drug uh overdose yeah i don't know it's overdose yeah yeah and um and that's what like sparked like the whole grief cycle because I couldn't keep it under like, you know how you keep a balloon underwater and it just pushes up like that happening. I I didn't have control over that balloon anymore. So then it just, it just came up <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and my whole mental health went to shit. <laughs> so then, um, six months later I finally after a year and a half um, was taken off of the waiting list for therapy and I got a therapist and then we started uh, doing you know grief therapy but also trauma therapy and you know all that all those things so it was a very long process and I, I didn't really even though the beginning felt as if it was going okay. Yeah. It turned out that it wasn't really, I, I didn't cope with it at all very well. I actually just finished my um, trauma therapy uh, for this specific topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and I told it, and I'm not crying. So, I'm on the verge though, but we keep it going. It's still going well fair enough yeah. but if i cry during this episode guys i express my emotions through through tears so we've
0: discussed this before i feel like we've huh? like we just discussed this before yeah
1: so if you see me crying you know just accept that i'm just hurting a little bit, and you know people cry okay <laughs> don't make kim kardashian memes about me crying okay
0: okay yeah. what do you take away though from the whole experience
1: i take away from it Uh, I mean, I've learned a lot about myself, who I am, and how I react to certain uh, situations. But I think the positive thing that I take away is that, you know, because of her, we know this problem that was an, an, I feel like an underlying problem with babies. And my sister and her husband fought very um, courageously to get a law through that um, you know helps babies when they're born to get the right um, uh, vitamins and stuff um, to them. So in that way, also my my other niece that is now a few months old and my nephew who's today turning two years old, he he survived and she survived and they're here. Mm. So I appreciate that a lot. And I also appreciate that more babies got to, you know, be, for lack of a better words, saved. Um, and I somewhere I am grateful to God because it says something very beautiful about that. He chose her mm-hmm. for this, let's say, mission. Very painful that that it had to be her. Yeah. But I take away that, you know, even though it was a lot of pain, I also saw a lot of, like, God's, like, love and and that in time we did understand, like, why it all happened. So, yeah. Was that what you meant?
0: I mean, yeah. Yes. Okay. yeah we, like, <laughs> people take different ways, like, yeah, yeah, experiencing, yeah. learning new things from situations.
1: Yeah. And I also, like, I feel like... I also started like seeing things in a very different way, life and death. I see it in a very different way. And I think I see my faith also in a very different way. Like now I have a, of course, the reason you want to go to heaven starts by not wanting to go to hell in the first place. (laughs) like as a child like that's what you get told right like you don't have like or at least in in my family like you don't have a perception of god or or good and evil so what you get told is you're you're just being made scared that if you don't do this you're gonna go to hell so (laughs) that's fucked (laughs) so that's that's a reason but now i have like a personal reason to go to heaven like because i need to see her it's no way i'm not gonna see her so yeah yeah did you take away anything like
0: from my experience with that yeah i did i actually now even though i'm a really vague guy or just not really well i can express my myself decent i would say decent i always let people know now like even like when it's like I feel like everybody knows where they stand with me and that's something that's like if i ever die then nobody ever has to question anything where it's from, you know like any issues or that we need to discuss or anything of like how i felt towards this person i don't think anybody's gonna like at least i hope nobody's gonna feel that way when i'm going
1: yeah yeah That's never a big miss big a thing.
0: conversation let's say
1: yeah yeah, yeah exactly
0: <laughs> this is a big thing that i take.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would I would also I find it so strong of you like that you dealt with processing that realization of not having that last conversation and how you turned that into making sure that from that moment on it was different like that you acted a way that that you would be content about when you leave mm. you know because it's very difficult to make something positive out of something hurtful or something that's you know considered bad or you know
0: i, I, I can see what you're saying but it t- yeah it takes time when you're talking about like when you experience stuff like that can have different effects on different people like for example has had a different effect on my sister on me because she was like really showing emotion from the outside i was uh, i wasn't that person i couldn't do that but what i can do is like i could take it and make it something out of it like even though he passed without that we could uh, like we couldn't have the conversation doesn't mean like that i should take that away from anybody else
1: yeah so so with the way you perceive death let's go into like the next stage of the conversation with the way you perceive death would you um say that you could have that conversation with him after he left
0: you're saying that if I died I would meet up with him you're saying no
1: but for example you have people who you know go to the grave and talk to the the dead 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 death, dead um and you know still have conversations with people that have passed Mm.
0: I would I would still do that like honestly if when I go to America and go visit them, I would go to the, his grave and still, like, I don't, I don't think he's going to respond, but I would still, like, just say, like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm just going to be there and just yeah. see what happens.
1: Have you done that?
0: I haven't done that yet because oh, okay. I didn't get a chance with Corona and everything going on. I had no chance yeah, of exactly. going to him.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very curious how that feels. But, um yeah, so that I think does that help that you know that okay well i can still like feel like i can reach him in some way
0: i don't know if it helps i i I don't know like i I have to do it in order to see if it actually helped me or not but uh, i feel like it would be also a sense of from my perspective it would be a sense of denial of what actually has happened from my perspective i would say like it is like me still trying to talk to his grave is not going to take away that I missed my chance oh, I don't exactly. think it's going to take away from that like I did miss my chance because I had the chance to do it I had the chance to call him up yeah. and do that but it doesn't take away from that but maybe it gives some type of like so like relief or something but not really it doesn't take away from what actually happened but yeah. it does maybe give some sort of relief
1: yeah yeah do um, you believe in God right I believe in God yeah I know that but i asked so that people know (laughs) i mean we
0: have talked about this multiple times
1: i know but if there's new viewers you know they should
0: check out our episodes bro like why did i know but if they start with this episode don't give them spoilers
1: (laughs) okay wow anyways um so in in your faith Hmm? do is there any specifics on if you have to be buried or cremated or um, mummified
0: i believe in god but i'm not a religious person i believe in god but not in the way of i follow christianity or orthodox or penta like none of that i just like i believe in god in the sense of that he's part of us but yeah so there's not really at least for me there's not certain rules in how somebody gets buried or things but i remember that in christianity when i was reading for penta you were not allowed to cremate them. Like, for example, that was one of the things that you were not allowed to do. You were allowed to bury them.
1: When you were reading from what?
0: When I was uh, still when I was a uh, Christian and actually reading from uh, and it's like the Protestant oh. uh, perspective, okay, like okay. they were like, you, you're not allowed to cremate, you're supposed to bury them and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I don't follow really those rules. Mm, okay, sense. okay,
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that's very freeing, though. No?
0: Yeah, it is but it's not for me to decide at least I hope never it's gonna be the case that I have to decide that what if you have to decide in a certain sense like to cremate somebody or to yeah rather, yeah yeah I'd rather not have that choice like you know, y'all can figure it out I just don't wanna be part of it
1: yeah but uh, I mean do you have conversations with your loved ones about what you would like if you die
0: if they would tell me I would remember it, but I would not seek it out in a conversation no
1: Oh, okay. Did yeah. You, yeah. Did you think that would be a good thing to
0: do? Mm. Would it? I don't I don't see it. Like, from my perspective, I feel like if you really want something specific for some type of way of your funeral or something, you would let us know. Like, you would be like, you know what, if I ever died, you know, do this. No, or exactly. just be like, you know, let it, like, it should be butt up. Like, if you don't bring it up, I feel like, mm, do you actually really want it? Like, like for me also for me like i'm like if i'm dead like do whatever feels good for y'all like i don't care Yeah, you said that. Like, <laughs> i'm be dead i'm fine i'll be good even if you throw me in the ocean i'll be i will not be bothered yeah so same like goes the other way around like i'm like if you actually want something just tell me and then we can yeah, make okay. that happen but else.
1: a lot of people find that hard to you know start talking about death
0: no i've got an exception to that that is guaranteed so there's n- like, for me, there's no point of, like, fearing about it or...
1: Not for you, but you mean... But, I mean, like, people around you, maybe, they don't just want to start talking about death.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, or, like, the reason why it's, like... That easy to talk for me. For me, ugh, I mean, that was not even proper sentence. The reason why it's easy for me to talk about this is because of, like... The fact that i have accepted that as a guaranteed like it's something that's gonna happen eventually you can prolong it as much as you want but it's gonna come for you
1: yeah but then wouldn't you think that therefore it's easier for you to start the conversation about you know what what they would like
0: i don't think so because it it would be easy for me to start about it but i don't think it would be the conversation they want to start no okay so if they don't mention it they don't want to think about it, and they don't want no need for me to bring it up then
1: yeah I guess. yeah we in my family we did have we did ha- start having those conversations after my niece died mm-hmm. because you know sometimes you don't you don't get the time to say what you would like mm-hmm. you know you might figure out right now and in two minutes you're you're gone you didn't have the chance to tell anybody so yeah, that's why we started talking about it. I think mm. it's very important. And I think for I was very curious by the way about like the grave thing and stuff like that if you would go talk to your uncle because as I said uh, prior like in my faith we have like or I have like more specific ways of how we deal with death, mm. especially like in my in the church where I go to, like we're taught that death is of course, painful in the flesh because you, you're you not going to be able to see that person anymore or talk to that person or hear their voice. Um, well, unless you have like video and stuff. But, you know, you, you won't be able to ask for new advice and stuff like that. So no. to a certain extent, yeah, it's, it's understandable that it's a painful thing. But it's also perceived as, you know, uh, something to be rejoiced about because that person is allowed to go into the next step of their spiritual journey Mm -hmm. you know because yeah that's what it kind of is we are spiritual beings and the next step is the afterlife you know so we're happy in the sense that that person has that privilege like that they, they got that far that they are allowed to cross to the next stage so that's a way that we look at it but we also don't really are allowed is a great it's a big word but mm. let's say we're not really allowed or we're not supposed to talk to dead people because in the bible it says like there's hope as long as there's life so, some people, for example, pray like oh yeah. my my niece has died, please um uh enter her into your kingdom or you know stuff like that, but we can't ask for that because she's dead already, yeah. you know like it's up to God, and as long as she was alive, that's when she that's when her her battle between heaven and hell was let's say, and of course she was a baby, so she's going to heaven but Um, let's say if it was someone 80 years old or something we can't ask that and we can also not talk to a dead person because it's it would kind of be like praying Yeah, and you only pray to God we also don't pray like to Maria or Jesus or I don't know some people pray to the prophets and stuff Mm -hmm. we don't do that okay we're only allowed to pray to god because in the bible it says that he's a jealous god
0: uh, yeah i've read that one before
1: so uh, yeah mm. we we don't do that and um but what we also do believe is that god sees your need if he sees that you need you have the need to say goodbye because you didn't have the chance to or maybe he allows that soul to enter your dreams or mm. you know stuff like that and then say goodbye in that way so it's it's very Loving, but at the same time, it does have some, you know, boundaries, Okay. Yeah. you know, so yeah, I, you can still visit a grave and bring flowers and stuff, like, but yeah, bring flowers. I don't actually know, but they do say it's okay. All
0: right.
1: It's just that my personal faith, I think that's a gray area. Because it would be kind of like an offering. So, but that's my personal faith.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You know that's nothing to do with what the church teaches us or anything. But um, you can visit the grave, you know, and just be there and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's kind of how how I would how I've learned to like cope with afterlife in terms of faith.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
1: yeah, this is a loaded conversation, guys. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about? Yes, we actually wanted to talk about. Okay, how many minutes are
0: we in? <laughs> uh? How many minutes are we in? Does we know?
1: Forty-five. But we still haven't <laughs> talked about technologies, because even though there's death, and yes. we all, because you said something very interesting mm-hmm. about you can't escape death. But it's in our human nature to try and survive. So humans have been trying to figure out ways to prolong life Mm -hmm. and extend, you know, the death sentence, to say it that way. Like, I don't know if I put it correctly, but you get what I mean. Yeah. So there's this technology that I saw on a, on a docu-series from uh, this guy, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> from Morgan Freeman. Yeah. In the last episode, we explained how my brain works and that I don't know names. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Morgan Freeman has this episode called the... This, the story of God. Yes. And in one of the episodes, there's this technology where, so, they try to put, like, your being through data into a te- technological brain. So, let's say, during your life, like, I don't know, you journal with a certain technology uh, or write it down or something uh, record like your thoughts, your your opinions, like anything that comes to your mind so that your being kind of is being captured in this like digital technological brain. Yeah. And then after you die, you can live forward in that technological brain, even though your body is dead that's kind of like
0: yeah, yeah it's crazy but
1: would you do that never
0: no not even consider it nope let me just die bro like let me just be in peace bro like i already lived my life i don't what, what the fuck am i supposed to still be your life for
1: maybe you but that's also the thing cuz i i doubt that that would actually be you what that's like for example so the theory is that they encapture you in such way that you would still like live on Hmm. I think this tool is like more and maybe it is, but that's not per se what I understood about it. Maybe this tool is like more as a as something to leave behind for the people who are still alive. um, And after you die and for them to cope with like your death in that way but not per se for you to actually live on because your soul will not be in there that's just data that is put to- together in in such way that it can give answers and responses the same way that you would have so i don't think you would actually I, 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 live on
0: I, I i don't believe that i don't believe it would respond the way i would respond in a way because yeah. I do. because I don't think it like would know how I would respond in a certain like certain su- situation that's guess well personal or something like that because well, I might because the thing is is that the thing is gonna respond in a way that how can, how can I explain this probably it is a certain answers that he thinks I might give based on the information that he has that I wouldn't maybe give in a certain situation
1: yeah if it's a new situation then you might have that problem but if it's a situation that has happened before
0: yeah but that's the problem also because it doesn't apply for everybody i can have this like same different the same situation but if it's every time a different person i would have different advice
1: yeah but th- that's also registered like all of that is data and that's all registered so and also, it's, be, it's been tested and everything.
0: You know what? If it works for people, it works for people. Honestly, I <laughs> I, 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 I see no point in making my case here because like if all always registered, all things, I'm like, you know what? If this works for you, you do you. But honestly, from my perspective, if I had somebody with like some type of things like that would be comp- saying that it was somebody else that I know. I would not bother myself because that I feel like I'm just in denial of somebody dying. I'm just, yeah. Uh, just yeah, no. I w- I would just be like, you know what, you need to die too, and just because yeah. this is not helping me whatsoever. Wow. Yeah, because you're just not in denial, you're just being with somebody who you think is so similar to the person you lo- lo- lost, and it's not like it's like for example having somebody who looks a lot like somebody you have lost simply for the sake of because they look a lot like that person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's know, not fair to that person and not fair to like
1: yeah no it's really not but they're also then okay would you take like pills or things that would rejuvenate you so switch back your aging process
0: oh
1: why not you don't wait is it just
0: wait is it just looking young
1: no also like your health and stuff like it yeah so
0: it's basically living immortal
1: not immortal, but let's say that now life expectancy is like, uh, uh, let's say, I don't know the exact numbers, but let's say 80. Let's say with that, you would have a new life expectancy of 120.
0: 120 years. Now I'm good. I'm not to die for a quick, bro. Like, let's be honest, bro. Because imagine being retirement is like yo now it's 90 you gotta go retirement on 90 still working until you're 90 bro nah bro I'm good I'm good Yeah, that's. A scene. I, I'm fine bro like that's I'm that's a scene yeah that's like, true bro I'm fine no, I'm good. I didn't think about it that way
1: that's I just crazy, thought man. oh I just get to party for
0: longer what do you mean party longer you need to pay bills longer pay taxes more I, I think they get why they want to do it like they get more money out of you before you die
1: yeah I don't mean actually go partying but I mean just enjoying life like longer
0: yeah and they would enjoy to all the governments and things all you pay they keep getting money out of you you know next up 20 years that's a lot of money
1: i didn't think about that
0: just accept that bro like just yeah
1: anyways guys let us know if you would put your brain into a machine brain Yeah, yeah your own brain into like a machine brain and if you would you
0: know do i mean you're rounding off i might as well take one
1: (laughs) if you would do anything like to you know turn back your aging process or how you deal with death you know we had a very like open conversation about it we're um excited to hear whatever your experiences have been and how you feel stop eating bro
0: hurry up and finish this <laughs> and however
1: you feel it's a safe space herman will shut the fuck up with his if, negativity if, 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 if it's
0: a personal story i would not come for you
1: exactly that's what i'm saying but if you say
0: some dumb shit with opinion or something about anything i will come for you
1: see but did you see that even he is getting onto my team slowly so you know comment away you sure
0: you want to be part of my a delusional team, team like i'm this. not
1: even gonna Should mention so what his animal is because nobody wants to be on his team so
0: No, just for that one, I'm gonna make sure people are gonna make a panda send a panda. (laughs)
1: Just make a point. I'm
0: just gonna text people, be like, yo, send a panda.
1: Wow. Okay, anyways. Thank you guys for hanging on for so long and, and with this like heavy topic. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.